our live streaming drives probably double the tweets. And then also tweet impressions around certain events will you know, triple or even quadruple um, with the addition of the live content. So it's, again, it's, it's a great proposition for, for everyone involved. Welcome to the Sports Business Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Berger. You can find the Sports Business Radio Podcast over 13 years, 400 episodes featuring conversations with people like Mark Cuban, David Stern, Jeannie Buss, Charles Barkley, Jack Nicholas, and Kyrie Irving on iTunes or at sportsbusinessradio.com. We're ranked in the top 100 of the business news podcast section on iTunes. The Sports Business Radio Podcast, why should you listen? We're going to help you learn directly from top sports and business executives, athletes turned business people, content creators, and those working in and around the sports world. Whether you work in the sports or business world, you're a student trying to work in sports, or you just want to add overall business skills to your tool belt. We're going to bring you knowledge that you can apply to your life immediately after listening to our podcast each week. Follow us in between podcasts on Twitter at SB Radio. We've been named a top 50 follow by Forbes.com for three consecutive years and on Instagram at Sports Business Radio. My guest this week is Laura Froelich, the head of sports partnerships for Twitter. Twitter has become the campfire that people gather around for big events and I love what they're doing with live streaming. We see their partnerships with the NBA, the WNBA, the PGA Tour and events like Wimbledon. Laura, thanks for joining us on Sports Business Radio. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week in person at the Sports PR Summit Social Media Workshop hosted by Twitter at Twitter headquarters in San Francisco. Always love getting inside of your offices. You're going to be on a go live with Twitter panel along with Melissa Brenner, who's the SVP of digital for the NBA. Sloan Kelly from the PGA Tour. Bonnie Bernstein is going to be moderating that conversation. Let's start there. Uh, go live. You're, you're streaming video. I love what you're doing there. I was watching Wimbledon last weekend and I love the ability to watch the event, but then also sit around the campfire that is Twitter and, and talk about the event uh, and see what others are saying on, on the timeline. Exactly, yeah, and I love your metaphor of the campfire. That's terrific. You know, it, it really has grown from the proposition that Twitter really is the fastest, most engaging place to connect with what matters to you in real time. And, and you know, we really always have been. So our live strategy is just the next logical iteration of, of what we've been for, for our community for so long. And, you know, it's, it's great to really see it come to fruition because it just makes uh, the experience for, for fans and for, you know, content owners and brands, you know, richer all around. We've, you know, like I said, had this, this campfire, as you say, of, of sports fans on our, on our platform for a long time. And, you know, about four years ago, we said, you know, we've got this great sports conversation happening in real time around games, even outside of games. Fans are talking about their favorite teams and players. What if we had actual video highlight clips of all of these things that they're talking about? You know, so they're talking about this incredible touchdown or this amazing dunk. What if we had video highlights of that that people could watch again and again and share with their followings and and have the conversation 
go even further than, than it might otherwise. And so we started partnering with the likes of the NBA, the NFL, the PGA Tour, and, and many, many others to, to bring their fantastic content onto our platform. And, and our hypothesis proved true. You know, we, we were able to enrich the conversation for fans. We were able to give brands the opportunity to align themselves with this premium content and distribute it to their targeted audiences across our platform via our Amplify program. And so fans got this incredible content, brands got alignment with premium publishers, and those publishers got additional distribution. And the, the program, the Amplify program, is, is four years old now. We have 300 content partners around the world, and it's been really, really successful all around. And so, you know, the next logical iteration from that was, okay, we have all of this great content, we have the video highlights, what if we had the actual events themselves and other live content to, to enrich the conversation that much further? And so, you know, we, we've had these longstanding relationships with these amazing rights holders, and we said, you know, what would you think about taking the next step in our partnership and, and live streaming content on our platform? And, you know, based on our terrific track record with the Amplify program, you know, they, they jumped in with, with both feet, and we've had about 40 live streaming partnerships across sports, entertainment, news, and politics over the past several months. And again, the hypothesis has proven true that, you know, to be able to have the live streaming content and the conversation all in one place is a really terrific value proposition to enhance the experience for our existing users. And then it's also served well to bring new users to the platform. And as we suspected, it, it really does drive conversation that much further. So we've found that live content drives double the amount of, of tweets around a particular type of content. You know, our, our live streaming drives probably double the tweets. And then also tweet impressions around certain events will, you know, triple or even quadruple um, with the addition of the live content. So it's, again, it's, it's a great proposition for, for everyone involved. So you mentioned doubling. I mean, can you give me an example of, you know, here's an event, and when we live stream that event, this is the kind of traffic that it, it produces? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't necessarily speak to specific numbers across the board, but I can say as an example, you know, the way we source content for live streaming for our platform is we look to the treasure trove of conversation that's happening around certain sports on our platform. A great recent example of that has been the explosion of esports. So, you know, what we were finding is that there's this incredibly passionate and avid audience around esports on Twitter. And, you know, our hypothesis was that they're watching on Twitch, but they are coming to Twitter to talk about it. And so we said, you know, what if we had live streaming of, of these esports tournaments on the Twitter platform so it can, it can serve fans all in one place? And so we have a partnership with MTG around um, several esports tournaments this year. And, and as a for instance, um, of the 13 million unique users that watched the, the Halo World Championships, 10.3 million of those were on Twitter. So it just, you know, the the conversation around esports, we we saw it was burgeoning 
and and you know it's it's only taken off even even further with with the addition of of the live streaming. It's so interesting to me the time that we're in right now because I look at this shift of not the decline but certainly cable subscribers are dropping like flies. I mean ESPN's losing 600,000 plus subscribers per month and then I look at digital consumption on the rise and here's my research tell me if I'm in the ballpark 2 billion plus mobile devices 700 million TVs so if you look at those numbers you start to go wow you know, people like my 12-year-old daughter are consuming on their mobile device. She's not watching TV. So now what I'm looking at what you're doing with live streaming, that seems to be the future. This is where people not only are watching, but they want to discuss what they're watching in real time, whether it's sporting events or esports, like you said. Absolutely. You know, and, and I would also say, too, that, you know, we really see ourselves as a fantastic complement to our broadcast partners. So, you know, our, our proposition, for example, when we first started our partnership last year around live with the NFL, we said, you know, we can provide you an incremental audience of, of folks that, um, you know, will just be additive to, to what you're seeing with your partnerships with CBS and NBC. And, you know, we were able to, to deliver that, you know, that audience of folks who, you know, maybe they're with their kids at, at their soccer game or they're at the grocery store or, you know, we're just living a much more mobile lifestyle these days. And so, you know, Twitter really has the opportunity to give additional distribution to our content partners and, and importantly as well, distribution to, to a younger audience, to your point. So, for example, um, you know, we have stats that show that about 75% of our live streaming audience is under the age of 35 and about 55% is under the age of 25. So these folks are getting harder and harder to reach, to your point. And so, you know, Twitter really can be that complement to, to make sure that our partners are, are continuing to reach their fans. I'm going to tell you a funny story. So on Thursdays, my daughter has ballet and dance class. And I would sit in her dance class and watch her. But at the same time, on my mobile device, I'm watching (laughs) NFL on Twitter. And I couldn't believe what a crystal clear picture. And there's no buffering. I mean, it was it was like I was watching TV. It was beautiful. But, you know, to your point, like here I am in her dance class. I'm not in front of my TV, but I could still watch Thursday night football because I had it on my phone via Twitter. It was really cool. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, and I can't thank our product team enough. They did such a phenomenal job building that product. You know, obviously working with the NFL and and all of our partners, you know, job one is to make sure that we have the best in class experience of, of the video product, um, you know, and, and also making sure that we have you know, that we deliver on that promise of having the best conversation around the content. But truly, you know, if you don't have a great stellar video experience, people aren't going to stay for the conversation. No. So, you know, we needed to make sure we were firing on, on all cylinders. So if someone comes to you, because I know in addition to the live events, you do specialty shows, studio shows. If someone comes to you and they say, I want to do a live streaming show on Twitter, and you're the head of sports partnerships, what do they need to sell to you? 
I would say, you know, like I was saying before, we need to make sure that we're delivering on the need of, of our audience, that, that we have an appetite for the kinds of content that they're able to bring to the table. So as an example, you know, as we were talking with the NBA about, you know, the next generation of our partnership with them, they have been one of our, our most longstanding, long, one of our longest-standing partners They've been among the most innovative. They always say to us, you know, as soon as you have something new, we want to be the first. And so they're very, very progressive. And so when we were talking about the next iteration of our partnership with them, we did some research on our audience and we found, you know, and, and perhaps not surprisingly in retrospect, but, you know, our audience doesn't necessarily only come to Twitter during the live game windows for, for NBA. They're coming to the platform 24-7 because they have this insatiable appetite for hearing and participating in the narratives around the league. So whether it's what's going on with, with their favorite teams and players, um, whether it's free agency, whether it's, uh, you know, even things like fashion and music that are, that are becoming, you know, really coming to the fore um, in the conversation around NBA. You know, so we said, given this, you know, why don't we partner on creating an original slate of, of programming that speaks to to the kinds of conversation that fans are seeking on our platform? So we worked together with the NBA and their broadcast partner, Turner, to create two original shows. One, the warm-up, which uh, airs on Thursday nights prior to the, the slate of games on TNT, and it, and it is just that. It is, you know, all of the narratives around the league, previews of the games coming up, and we're able to draw from the fabric of conversation that's happening on Twitter right then and there during the live show. So, you know, it really is an opportunity for content creators to really, you know, have a, a shift in their thinking around how they program their content because they are able to draw from conversation that's happening real time on our platform in the moment to drive the content of, the, of their show. So, you know, to your original question, as we, we talk to partners about what are the kinds of things that are going to be valuable to fans on Twitter, it's, you know, understanding where we have those pockets of of fandom and being able to satisfy that with content that draws from that community in the moment. So, you know, I'd also say another great example of, of how we've been executing our strategy is we're looking at those pockets of conversation for sports fans that may be underserved. So, you know, sports like lacrosse, for example, um, or, you know, basketball, college basketball, college football games that may not necessarily be aired on uh, on linear TV for, for fans of those schools and those sports, you know, we have, you know, some might say infinite shelf space to be able to serve those fans and be able to live stream games for them. So, you know, I, I'd say that's also something that we look for. You know, where do we have appetite and where are those fans underserved that Twitter can partner with those rights holders to, to serve them? We'll return to our conversation after a word from our sponsor. Sports Business Radio is sponsored by Boingo Wireless, the largest operator of indoor wireless networks in the U.S. Today's sports fans expect strong, 
fast mobile connections at their favorite stadiums. Research shows that fans will leave at halftime if they cannot get connected, which is part of the reason why professional and collegiate sports venues alike work with Boingo to manage their wireless networks. As the world's leading connectivity expert, Boingo knows how to make a venue's vision for the connected fan experience a reality. They are the only company that can provide end-to-end wireless service so teams can focus on the big game, not on their network. Boingo designs, installs, and manages Wi-Fi and cellular networks at university stadiums like K-State and the University of Houston and major league venues like Soldier Field, Phillips Arena, and Vivint Smart Home Arena. We're excited to showcase how technology is changing the business of sports, led by companies like Boingo. Boingo connects you to the people and things you love, like sports. For more information, visit boingo.com or email sports at boingo.com. Now back to our conversation. Then everyone wants to know, how do you monetize all of this? And to me, when I look at your live stream, it looks like, okay, you can do in-stream ads, you can do pre-roll, you can do mid-roll, and then you can tell a sponsor... Here's how many people engaged around this live stream. So to me, if I'm a sponsor, this is a real attractive opportunity. Am I right there? You are absolutely right. So, you know, I was talking a little bit earlier about our Amplify program. So uh, the ability for brands to have their pre-roll message in front of, you know, an amazing Hail Mary by Aaron Rodgers or an incredible dunk. Um, you know, and distribute to their target, targeted audiences across our platform. So let's say, for example, an advertiser wants to reach men 25 to 34, they can put an NFL highlight into the timeline of a man 25 to 34 wow. with their advertising message. Um, and so that's been incredibly powerful for content owners and brands. And now what we're able to do is marry that program with the live content. So we have what I sometimes call the game around the game, the highlights, as well as the live content together as, as one holistic marketing opportunity for, for an advertiser. If an athlete comes to you and they say, hey, we want to work with you on a special initiative, or you know, maybe it's just as simple of we need to be verified, need the, the blue check mark. Like, how are you working specifically with the many, many athletes that are out there using Twitter? Yeah, so we, you know, similarly, we work with them to understand, you know, what are, what are their objectives? You know, it's, it's interesting with a global platform like Twitter, you know, I, I feel that athletes now have the opportunity to, to be global brands unto themselves. And so, you know, as, as they look at that, you know, what, what are the ways that they want to present themselves to fans? What are the, the things that they're um, eager to do in terms of, of having that direct connection to their fans? And so we work with them on, on what that can look like. So whether it's a live Q&A um, or, you know, we have the ability for athletes to go live on Periscope in the moment and, you know, show fans what their life is like behind the scenes. Uh, and, and so, you know, we, we partner with them on really delivering to fans, you know, that experience of, you know, that really only Twitter can provide. And then, you know, also we have a program where they're able to monetize their video content as well. It's, it's another version of, of our Amplify program. So, um, you know, we, we offer that 
that reach and, and distribution and that connection to their fans, and we also offer them a monetization opportunity. No, that's great. I just, you know, it's funny. I work with a lot of elite athletes and I sit in locker rooms all the time and I tell them, you know, there used to be something called a Q rating and it was based on how recognizable you were and does a company want to use you in their ad campaign. And I tell them the new Q rating is your social media following. And mm-hmm. I look at someone, I'll, I'll give you an example because uh, I'm in Portland, Damian Lillard, who plays for the Portland Trailblazers. He went to a little school, Weber State in Utah. He plays in little old Portland, Oregon here, but he has deals with Adidas. He has deals with Powerade, and it's mainly because of what he's done on platforms like Twitter. And so I think to myself, I'm like, boy, these athletes owe Twitter some money because there are some athletes out there using this as a tremendous tool to reach people across the world and promote their product and and their brand. Absolutely. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity for for athletes to to deliver value to the brands that they're aligned with. It's also a great opportunity for them to to showcase what they're doing, you know, on the field of play, on the court as well, you know, as as we do more and more to to bring live content to our platform. Um, you know, the we have partnerships where, you know, athletes are are able to, you know, promote the, the live games that are happening that night, um, you know, in an easy turnkey way, you know, so, so to, to build upon their already strong followings, they can build those even further um, with, you know, those, those easy opportunities to, to promote um, the teams that they play for. You mentioned Periscope a little bit ago, and, you know, this is another thing that I would imagine is really growing since you launched it. I love when you show behind the scenes or when athletes use it, but is Periscope, I would imagine those numbers are growing and more people are engaging around that live broadcasting opportunity. Absolutely. So we're doing some really exciting things with Periscope right now. I can talk to you about a couple of them. So um, one is our Periscope producer opportunity. So we have the opportunity for content producers to um, to go live using their professional broadcasting tools. And so, for example, we had the NBA, you know, again, as I said earlier, always wanting to be first. Uh, so they were among the first to use Periscope Producer to go live with post-game press conferences from all of the NBA playoffs and finals games this past year, and we were able to monetize those through our Amplify sponsorship. So it was part of the, 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 the marketing opportunity that advertisers had around our NBA content this year. They could be aligned with those post-game pressers. And then another one that I'm, I'm particularly excited about because I'm a huge golf fan. I, I make no secret of that whenever I, I, when I, whenever I talk to, to folks. So we partnered with the PGA Tour, again, another one of our longstanding partners. Um, Sloan Kelly is uh, actually joining us on, on the panel next week. Right. She's um, incredibly progressive and innovative. We partnered with the PGA Tour this past May around the Players' Championship. So for those not familiar with the players, uh, there's the, the 17th hole is, is what they call an island green. And so, you know, you have to hit the ball from, you know, over – a body of water onto this very small island. And so it's, it's one of the most iconic holes in all of golf. 
And what we were able to do was partner with the PGA Tour to do a 360 periscope of the Island Green at the Players' Championship this past year. So we had a camera on the tee, on the hole, and in the water. And so fans could control their viewership of that entire experience in 360 at the Players'. And uh, so, you know, that's really, really, um, it was super exciting. Um, It was really well received by fans. It was sponsored by Nike. um, And, you know, it it was a great execution all around. And we're looking forward to doing more and more things like that. That's really cool. Yeah, I like what you're doing with PGA Tour. One of my big complaints of golf coverage on TV has always been, that you're not seeing everything. I mean, there's so many players out on the course. There's so many different holes. You know, they focus on the leaders, obviously, and there's so much else going on in the course. And I think what you guys have been able to do is show some of that what else is going on on the golf course with the PGA Tour. Thanks so much. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely how our our partnership with them around live was born because, to your point, we were listening to fans on Twitter, as were they. They're great about, about doing that. And golf Twitter kept saying, we know that golf is happening. How come we can't see it? You know, particularly the coverage, you know, early coverage of the early rounds. You know, the, it doesn't go live on broadcast until the tournament is, is a few hours in. And they said, you know, why can't we watch this? And so we partnered with the PGA Tour. As, as you probably know, they have their OTT app, PGA Tour Live, and we created a partnership whereby we are live streaming on Twitter the first 60 to 90 minutes of Thursday and Friday coverage every week for, for every tournament on the tour this year. We live stream the first hour to hour and a half, and then at the end of that they say, you know, we hope you've enjoyed watching this coverage on Twitter. If you want to keep watching go sign up for PGA Tour Live. And it's been incredibly successful. You know, we're obviously satisfying this need that that golf fans have. Um, And we're also really, you know, delivering on on the PGA Tour's need to, you know, to drive uh, viewership of of their OTT app. So, you know, everyone, everyone benefits in that scenario. We'll return to our conversation after a word from our sponsor. The Sports PR Summit Social Media Workshop returns to San Francisco on Wednesday, July 26, 2017 at Twitter headquarters, an invite-only venue. The full-day, invite-only event for senior digital and social media professionals working in sports provides an opportunity to hear and learn from top media, sports, and technology brands. Attendees leave with a better understanding of how to plan and distribute digital content, engage fans online, and monetize their efforts in the sports digital environment. View the event schedule and register to attend at sportsprsummit.com. I hope to see you on July 26th. Now back to our conversation. Just a couple more questions before I let you go. Uh, emojis. Boy, I mean, <laughs> they're growing big time on Twitter. There's even a movie I see coming out about em- emojis. I met the movie with my daughter last week, and I see this trailer for a movie about emojis, and I was like, wow, emojis are really starting to uh, jump the shark, so to speak. But let's. I, I see with certain hashtags, uh, an emoji comes up, or you've created all these different emojis, Explain to me how emojis get made and how you say, well, we'll do this one, but we can't do that one. Yeah, so, you know, emojis, like live, emojis are a device that really, you know, surprises and delights 
fans as they're, as they're coming to the platform to talk about their favorite sports. And what we found, like live, is that emojis drive conversation even further. So we're able to, to you know, we've seen that conversation around certain events grows even further with, with the, the presence of an emoji. And so, you know, we, we work with, with each partner in a, in a bespoke way. And so, you know, it just depends on, on the, the nature of the partnership. Um, you know, and, and also, you know, if we feel like the conversation around a certain event um, would benefit from the, the addition of an emoji. So it's sort of on a case-by-case basis. Um, and, you know, we, we work with each partner to, to understand whether that opportunity makes sense. And if it does, you know, we work together to, to design and, and produce it, and, and off we go. But I like, like, I think it was the NBA where last year if you, you, there was a hashtag for every NBA team, and if you use the hashtag, an emoji came with it. And I thought it was really cool. Like the Atlanta Hawks put out their schedule, and it was completely emoji-based. So you had to guess, like, which team is that emoji? And but it, it was really clever. So, you know, I, I've kind of gotten into the emojis around sports. Excellent. Yeah, you know, um, our fans have too, and we we love the way they've been responding to it. We love the way partners can get creative around their use. You know, using the example that you that you stated. You know, we we love to see that level of creativity, and so that also you know drives drives adoption as well. So we have a lot of people that work in sports, whether it's at the pro level, the college level, they're at agencies. If they're listening to this right now and they go, I want to work with Laura and Twitter and I have an athlete or I have a major university or I have a pro sports entity and they want to work with you, do they reach out on Twitter at Laura Frofro or like what's the best way that someone would approach you about a partnership? Great question, and absolutely, yes. My handle is Laura Frofro. Which I love, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah, reach out, and we're we're eager to to talk to you. That's great. Uh, Anything else coming up that you can, like, you know, preview for us or, like, something on the horizon that, you know, you're not spilling the beans on anything, but, hey, watch out for this coming up with Twitter, whether it's a, a live streaming show or any initiatives that you have coming up. Definitely. So, you know, you may have heard uh, back in May, we announced several of our latest live streaming partnerships, and that content is, is starting to, to come online in the, in the coming weeks. So, for example, we announced that we are having a 24-7 live streaming sports network on Twitter, thanks to our partnership with Stadium. So that is now starting to come online. So, you know, definitely check that out. Uh, we also have a partnership with the Players Tribune. We're creating a live show called Verified. So it's you know similar to to Twitter. The Players Tribune really is that direct connection that athletes can have with fans, and so it was the perfect partnership to create a live show around athletes speaking directly to fans in in real time on our platform. Um, so that's going to be coming in the coming weeks. And then we're also seeing a ton of success around our WNBA games. So we've, we're live streaming 20 WNBA games um, each year for the next three years. Those are doing incredibly well. I, I encourage everyone to watch. It's, it's, it's really great stuff, and, and we're seeing fantastic viewership. So 
Um, we'd love to, to see everyone check that out as well. Well, I'd love to hear about your partnership with the Players Tribune. We do an East Coast event that's at the Players Tribune, and our West Coast event is obviously hosted by you guys. So it's fun to see innovative, smart people uh, getting together. Before I let you go, you mentioned you like golf. I know you're a big Jets fan. Uh, I read a story that says you have uh, three screens in your living room, so you're watching like Red Zone and you're watching the game, and I imagine you're probably have the Twitter app up. Uh, you like sports, and how'd you get into this job? It's interesting. Yeah, so I actually had been at a company called CNET. For those not familiar, it's a technology media company. And CBS bought CNET, and when they bought CNET, they, uh, you know, my CMO was responsible for seeing where people fit within the new organization. She knew I was an incredibly passionate sports fan, and she also knew that I had built the product marketing function for CNET Networks. And she, you know, to to share best practices and really, you know, bring um, learnings across the the new organization, I was tapped to lead product marketing at CBS Sports. And so I did that for the digital properties, primarily cbssports.com, for about five years. And then through the course of of that, we actually did the deal with Twitter for Twitter Amplify. And I was already an obsessed Twitter user for years. And then, you know, saw this tremendous business opportunity as we were working together to create sponsorships around SEC football. And, you know, it just, it got to the point where, you know, the, the Twitter folks said, you know, we're really, we're growing like crazy. We could use someone to lead our sports vertical. You know, how would you like to come talk to us about it? And I said, I would like nothing more than to come talk to you about that. So it's really been a dream come true. So I, I started at Twitter about three and a half years ago leading our Amplify team in the U.S., and then in January, I moved into a global role. So now I've been able to work with our teams and our partners all over the world, and it's been um, really a, a phenomenal experience. There's so much that we here in the U.S. can learn um, from, from countries around the world and vice versa. So it's, it's really been amazing. Yeah, I love following your uh, globetrotting on your Twitter account at Laura Frofro. So, uh Keep up the good work. I look forward to meeting you in person next week at the Sports PR Summit Social Media Workshop. Thank you again for hosting us. Really look forward to the Go Live with Twitter panel with you and Melissa Brenner and Sloan Kelly moderated by Bonnie Bernstein. And uh, have some good weather for us uh, next week. I'm going to the Giants game on Monday night, so uh, hopefully it'll be good weather while we're in town there. Nice. Well, bring layers, as you know. San Francisco can uh, can turn on you at any given moment with our microclimates, but we will do our best to have some great weather and really, really excited um, to see you and, and looking forward to a great panel. I, I would also want to just put in a little plug for the fact that um, the panel is all women yes. and moderated by a woman on a topic other than women in sports. And, you know, it's it's a it's a topic, you know, near and dear to my heart that there are some incredible women in the industry. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to, to seeing us get even more visibility. And so I really, really thank you for, for the opportunity to do that. Now, and I will tell you, I'm bringing my daughter to the event. And I love bringing her to these events where she can meet strong, successful, career-oriented women. It's such an inspiration for her. So thank you for providing that inspiration for her. And she'll have a front-row seat to listen to you guys. Excellent. Well, I can't wait to meet her and, and everyone else who's coming. 
Laura, thank you so much for joining us on Sports Business Radio, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Brian. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our show staff, Brian Griggs and Josh Blank. Thanks to our friends at Boingo Wireless for powering our Sports Business Radio Roadshow. Follow them online at boingo.com or on Twitter at Boingo. A podcast reminder, you can catch our show on demand via podcast. Go to iTunes, type in Sports Business Radio. We're rated in the top 50 business news podcasts. You can also find our show on Audio Boom via the TuneIn Radio and Stitcher apps, and, of course, at sportsbusinessradio.com. Follow me on Twitter in between shows at SB Radio. Follow us on Instagram at sportsbusinessradio. For Brian Griggs, I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio. Sports Business Radio talks to the people who call the shots in the world of sports. Brian Berger goes one-on-one with the biggest names. My guest is David Stern. He's the commissioner of the NBA. It is always a pleasure, Brian. Bill Hancock, he's the executive director of the Bull Championship Series. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. Mark, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. My guest is Mickey Loomis. He's the executive vice president and general manager of the world champion New Orleans Saints. Pleasure to be with you guys. Mr. Allen, thanks for joining me. Thank you. My guest is Mark Emmert. He's the president of the NCAA. Oh, happy to join you. My pleasure. My guest is Eric Spolstra. He's the head coach of the Miami Heat. Brian, appreciate it. Glad to to be on the show. Mr. Nicholas, it's an honor to have you on Sports Business Radio. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Brian. Visit sportsbusinessradio.com and subscribe to our free iTunes podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and stay connected to the business side of sports only with Sports Business Radio.